Happy Friday, everyone. You've made it through another week. You know what that means. Time for a little trash talk with Mads and Nikki. Get it started. Um, Hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another week. I can't believe it's already that time again. Where has this week gone? (laughs) Another week and I'm still in quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. Week 27, to be exact, if if we're still counting. So, we are, or I actually, am. Actually, probably more than that, but yeah. Um, yeah, we started a few weeks in, in all fairness. That's true. It's nuts. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And life is still the same. No, life is still the same. Well, I guess For the most part. But. Not too, too. Well, you're married, and I have a baby, so, like, some things have happened. That's true. I guess biologically, things are still progressing. <laughs> but otherwise we're at a complete standstill we're, we're still getting older but everything else seems to be frozen in I'm time get, i'm not getting older i don't know what you're talking about oh my god your delusion about age is hilarious it's becoming a real issue and it's real you know it's, you're it's only a real 28 thing. i don't know why <laughs> why you're so worried about it yet i'm so oh you said you stopped counting after 25 i did my but i'm also was- like <laughs> I also don't like freak out at my birthday you know oh yeah no I don't like it I don't want to like I don't really need to celebrate it I don't want to talk about if I meet if I hit all my goals from the previous year no 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 oh see yeah I write goals every year and then I look at them probably like halfway through and realize that I'm not even close to halfway through of them so then I just I end up like deleting the note in my phone or just like never looking at it again that's good because every year of my birthday that's the problem I just contemplate and contemplate if I did everything that I should have done in the past year I don't know why I set such like lofty goals for myself it's like it's just depressing I just should keep it very simple that's smart I should do that very simple like continue to pay off my student loans not like finish paying off my student (laughs) loans that's a good one I like the phrasing of that just like switch it up a little bit Keep it, keep it pretty open-ended. So like for mine, instead of losing 30 pounds, lose one pound or half a pound. Yes. Yes. See, that works. <laughs> Although you lost a lot of weight for your running. You looked amazing. Not that you need to lose yeah. all that weight, but you did, you did lose some serious poundage. I gained it all. <laughs> no. Well, you were pregnant, so <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> yes, I was. I was. <laughs> That's but yeah, I gotta reframe my goals because I'm not even gonna pull them up because it's it's I just know the way that this year has gone. It's probably not pretty. Yeah, I you know what? It's I kudos to people who have goals and they leave it like on their fridge or like on a cork board or yeah. like you know somewhere they can see it because I feel like I would just get really stressed about it. Like I yeah. have goals, but like I feel like I need to like not take it so seriously. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Those people who have the goals on, like, in, like, eye shot, I don't know. That's just not my, my, pers- that's no. not my mentality. <laughs> so, good for those people, but I just, yeah, I don't know if I can hang with those Pass. types of people. Yes. <laughs> Personally. Maybe next so. year one of my goals is going to be wear real pants Monday through Friday. Oh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I know. I like, yeah. God, the idea of wearing, like, actual clothes, like, every day is really weird. I mean, you should see what I go to the supermarket in now. 
I mean, I'm everyone's in the same boat. I mean, I go to the the gym and like the supermarket and everything like that, and I'm like, we all look like trash. Like we all look pretty terrible. Look like we all came out of a trash bin. Let's be literally, honest. Literally, and I'm included in that. Like I don't look good by any means, but like, wow, it's scary. It's we all need scary. to step it up. We should all try to step it up next year. Look our best. That's a goal. Goal for 2021. Step it the fuck up. <laughs> just in the clothing department literally nowhere else okay yeah exactly <laughs> just the clothes yes there maybe we'll set goals like at the end of this year for us in, a, in an episode and then oh I like that we could do that we could do that and then it's like we'll be held accountable because we recorded it and put it on, on, the, in, on no, into like the world that. I like that a lot yeah, yeah all right. maybe it. we'll do that. We'll do like a goal setting episode in, in one of the our pre segments before our actual recaps and see where we go. And then we can also set goals for like our shows like Bravo. Like we, I think we have a lot of good goals for Bravo in general and the Housewife franchise that like we could put into the universe. I like that. I'm into it. Okay. So we'll do yeah. that like our last episode of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That would Perfect. be fun. Cool. That sounds like fun. <laughs> that's a good way to switch it around and to hold ourselves accountable yes and to hold ourselves accountable <laughs> yeah i like it works for me i'll start thinking yeah we gotta start <laughs> refining now i have so much free time i'll start thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> well with oh that said gosh. even though you do have free time we've had a lot of shows well two shows that well more than that but Two shows that we're adding to our recap segment this week, which is OC, which premiered last night, actually, which caught me by surprise. And me Don't Be too. Tardy. I thought we had time. I know. So that one crept up on us. But so yeah. we've got a new Housewives and new Don't Be Tardy on Bravo. So we've got a full docket of episodes to recap this week. And then it's just going to keep adding from there because then we have Salt Lake City, which I think will be huge. And maybe some weeks depending on how other things slow down we'll throw in some teen mom or 16 and pregnant because i know yeah. we've been watching that too um, australia's done now so i think we could put 16 and pregnant in its slot but that's we, true we, and like let's see how this episode like how our recaps go how, how our feelings are and how long we start ranting um because we might be able to throw in a little bit of 16 and pregnant at the end of this because i know we both caught up on the two episodes that were released um yes. So, and the last one is the most recent one from this week. I think it, it, it enraged me. So, um, yes, it was, it was a lot to handle. I had a lot, I had strong feelings about both episodes, but much different strong feelings. Right. Yeah. It was, they're kicking it off strong. <laughs> so strong. thank you, Jamie Lynn Spears. It was all thanks to her that they started 16 and pregnant. I know it's not wild to think about, but it really was. I can remember the, people magazine or us weekly or whatever shoot of her and what was his name i can't even remember his name but he like um, casey or something yeah something but like they're like feminine. yeah they're like photo shoot in their home with their new baby and she's like a, a little teenager oh my god mm. it was shocking to the world because they like what? openly talked about it so it was pretty shocking back when it was I mean it's really not like 16 year olds get pregnant it's life but it was shocking that it was like a Spears well and yeah it was well she really blew it up and then Bristol Palin too but that was oh, after yes. Jamie Lynn 
Yes, who also starred on, but now Jane Lynn Spears has, leads a very quiet life. I mean, she acts and she sings, but she's not all, she's not everywhere. No, she's yeah, like, she's pretty under the radar. Well, she's on Sweet Magnolias. Yes, I love Sweet Magnolias. We loved that show. Yes, we did love that show. But she, for the most part, like, she got remarried. She had another daughter, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, no, she definitely got out of the spotlight, so a little bit. Yeah, yep, it's for sure. Fascinating, Fascinating. All right, should we jump into our TV recaps? Let's get this ball rolling. Yes, I'm excited to talk about The Other Way, because it's been, it feels so long. It's been a minute. Yeah, so first up, um, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, finally returned after its hiatus. And honestly, I don't know how you felt, but I thought they brought it for the um, first episode back. Actually, I my overall thoughts, because in my little Excel spreadsheet, I have overall thoughts and grades. My overall thoughts was drama and tears, A. Yeah. Well, overall thoughts, drama and tears, grade A. I feel like they really lost us at the end of the, like, the intermission or whatever you want to call it, the break. They did, yeah. I think we were bored with them. Um, I, but I, I was really happy with how they came back. And there's a lot of news circulating, too, about some of the people. So, like, Devin and Jihoon, even though they weren't in this episode, there's been tons and tons and tons of news about them. Yeah, so why don't we start with them? So, are we going to see them at all the rest of the season is what I'm wondering, because they weren't in this episode. I think we are, but we're not going to see them at the reunion because of what's happening. Right. And so, what's happening right now is the abuse allegations, right? So, Devin and Jihoon are no longer together in real life. They're still, she's still um, in Korea uh, with the show as we're watching. Oh, oh, in the show. Yes, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where we're at in the season, she's still very much living there. Um, So we haven't seen their whole breakup play out. But what we know is in real life that they are broken up. She has a new boyfriend and she's also accused Jihoon. And we've talked about this before in episodes of domestic Mm -hmm. abuse. Yes, which is really hard for me to to, gra- to wrap my head around the fact that a man who carries a five-pound poodle everywhere um, abuses her. But it's very interesting because she's accusing him, and a lot of production is coming out in defense of him, saying it didn't a it didn't happen, and b her daughter is a true living nightmare. I believe where some of the, and she, the ones. yeah, and she was difficult too. Like Devin was difficult with production as well, and. So it, yes. it's just all very fishy, um, and obviously we won't be able to hear any about it, anything about it at the reunion because she won't be there. But it yes. is all very sus. What's going on? Yes, I agree, and honestly, I'm not surprised. Like I sent you a few articles from like whatever people in production and people she worked with, and yeah. none of it surprised me. I don't know about you, but no, no, I wasn't surprised at those allegations at all. I was surprised at Jihoon's allegations, but. That being said, it, it maybe, I don't know, it sounds like there's a lot going on there that they um, need to figure out, and I'm going to think that Devin's probably in, more in the wrong here. <laughs> yeah, yes, I kind of agree. I mean, Jihoon's not an adult. I don't see him as an abuser, though, and I don't think anybody does, and I feel like that's why there have been multiple people who have come out and discredited her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is something to say that production's willing to come out too and defend you. So like, you got to kind of believe them. They're they're there for work. They're not there. Have, they have no personal gains. I have to say, I don't think I don't feel as though that happens often. Yeah, I mean, you obviously not. have like yeah. 
you are, you have the little things like the lady from Pump Rules who ended up getting fired because of some of her comments. Um, but in general, you don't hear a lot from the production team. You heard it a little bit this past week about Atlanta because Cynthia Bailey decided to have an insanely large wedding. Yeah, um, we should touch on that too because Atlanta sounds like they're filming for Atlanta. Well, they are filming for Atlanta. Um, but they, the production refused to film Cynthia's wedding because she decided to have a 250-person wedding. Which, pre-COVID, 250 is considered large. That's, that's pushing it. Like, honestly, in regular life, I think, I mean, obviously people have big families, but 250 is a solid party, you know? That's what, I, I mean, I thought my wedding was large, and we had 180 people there. Yeah, and I thought it, we had a, a large wedding. It is. That's a lot of people. And, like... Yeah. I don't, I don't blame production for not wanting to, like, have to be there. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, there's a I, lot of drama about the weddings this weekend. Kelly Dodd got married, too. Um, hers was small. Hers was small, yeah, and mostly outdoors. Cynthia's was over the top. And as someone, I don't know, like, as someone her age and who's been married before and, like, it's a bit much like it's a bit drawn out like how about is that really necessary to have like the three dresses and the 250 person wedding and all the the like all the glitz and glam like is that really necessary to me that means it's more about the wedding than it is the person i'm sorry yeah I don't know. At, to your point, at her age, with everything that's going on, like, either wait for the 250 wedding or have a smaller one. And I just can't wait to hear all these people talk about how they need to, how COVID's so bad, but they're sitting there with 250 people in a wedding venue hall. Yeah. The hypocrisy will be amazing. Yeah, someone's going to get COVID from this. I, I'll put, it, I'll put a, a bottle on it. Probably. I will not be surprised. Yeah. But anyways, back to Devin and Jihoon and in the other way. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got down that path, but uh yeah. Production. I feel like productions, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> just a tangent we just kept going down. <laughs> Welcome to our daily lives. <laughs> Classic. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how the whole Devin and Jihoon uh, drama plays out, but I, I have a feeling and fear we won't see most of it just because of all the legal shit going on now. I agree. I think they're going to do a very, I think, yeah, I don't think we're going to see a lot of it. They're going to cut some stuff out and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, let's, should we start with our favorite couple or end with our favorite couple? Um, let's end with our favorite couple. Okay, fine. That's fair. Let's talk about Brittany and Yazin because they truly scare me. Yeah, this is good. Um, and I feel like every time we talk about them, like we just say the same thing and it's just getting worse and worse. And now I'm even more confused. So Brittany is back in this episode in Chicago thinking that she's going to have her divorce finalized. And like just her pure delusion and lack of effort in getting this divorce finalized, just like baffles me and she just blames everyone else for problems that are her own yeah she married him she didn't properly divorce him she got what re-engaged yeah mm. honey this on you yeah and like she tries to blame the courts for like messing things up and I'm like no like you should be following if you want to get divorced like 
that's on you. Like you got to make sure all the shit's in line. And okay. So regardless, so she's not, she's still not divorced and still hasn't told Yasin that she's still married. And now she's going to have to lie again about not coming back to Jordan. If she just first, it's a few options. She could have a got the divorce finalized before she decided to move to Jordan. Even if that meant delaying her a few months or B been honest so that when she goes back it's not like this top secret thing and she can be like oh i do need to stay two more days because we're finalizing the papers or whatever you know right yeah that would be the logical way to go about it but yeah but she's not logical yeah i think she's missing a few brain cells and and so that was pretty much all that we got of their storyline for this episode but the previews then are showing like some very intense drama with her back in Jordan and now Yazin possibly having like a, a bounty on his head like what I was so confused by that did you understand it no but the word kill was used far too many times like I was nervous watching it yeah like he could get murdered is what they're saying and I'm like first of all yeah, have you done a social media chat is he alive <laughs> do we even know yeah. if he's alive um yeah I saw an Instagram of him the other day okay cool so at least we know he's not dead but like this is like really scary shit and I don't know how to process it and I don't understand it it's very honestly it's very very scary because they 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 use the word kill so many times that you're just like oh my god like this isn't like a joke like oh haha I'm gonna kill you like you're annoying the hell out of me I don't know they're like legit talking about killing him yeah they're talking about real life death and I'm just very uncomfortable with it so I don't we don't know what it means we're not sure what these next episodes are going to be like but it looks explosive so I agree it looks explosive so I guess we'll see because I don't want to comment much further because I honestly I know nothing about his culture and I know nothing about like I don't I don't even know what to say about what they're kind of showing in the previews you know yeah there's nothing that we can say yet it was just like tune in and and we'll we'll figure it out hopefully we get more insight next week but this week was none of it just a lot of confusion agreed and the preview was just straight scary yeah terrifying like straight scary um all right so tim and maylisa weren't on it this week so the only other couple before our favorite couple is ari and baby well what about sumit and jenny too so, oh my god, how did I forget Sumit and Jenny? I don't know, oh but like gosh. that, this one, so let's, let's talk about Sumit and Jenny really quick, because there wasn't a ton, it was more, he went to go talk to his family, which was probably one scene, honestly, so we really didn't see much of them, but it was gosh. intense, like it, that was, was an intense sad. and sad conversation, and honestly, like I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm kind of turning on Jenny a little bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Why is that? A little bit, yeah, and I feel terrible for saying it, but, like, watching the the scene with him and his parents, his parents, you can tell, love him so much and just want, like, him to be happy, and yeah. they're, the way they explain it is that their biggest concern is that maybe not right now at this moment, but in 10 years, is he going to regret being with such an older woman when she yes. might not not sound like morbid but she might be dead and he still has a full lifetime ahead of him you know yes. and like he, she's like double his age like legit yeah older than his mother like that's yeah. and that's a real concern that like I just completely understood their the parents like position 
and like they're coming from a place of just like concern for his future and like sure right now he might be happy and in love but is that going to be the same feeling when you're taking care of your ill wife and then the only other thing that that really kind of just she Jenny pissed me off was that so after and honestly Sumit was super respectful and like stood up for his relationship and stood his ground like nothing changed like he didn't waver so it's like you know that he really does love Jenny but when he went back to Jenny to talk about like how the conversation went and was explaining everything Jenny got all defensive about like the whole age thing and was like well I'm in better health than your parents like I'm healthy they're the ones with health issues I'm like bitch you're not healthy like you're overweight you're aging and like don't start throwing stones when he just stood up to you like don't just like start bashing his family for having legitimate concerns you have to be very careful about approaching topics when it comes to your significant other's family, first and foremost. Everyone in a relationship knows that. Sometimes I go, do you want me to have an opinion or do you want me to just nod my head as you talk? Yeah. I will literally say that. Because I'm like, mm, you got to know when to shut up and when to, to say something. Yeah. Um, I, I see your point. So the thing is, while his parents have voiced their concern, if he is adamant that he wants to marry her, they have to kind of give up, not give up, but like, yeah, let they it have go. To, they have to let it go. Thank you. Like they voice their concerns and you're right. Their concerns are completely valid. You know, she's not 10 years older. She's not 20 years older. Like she's, she's older. And despite what she says, she's not in, she doesn't look like she's in that great health. No. Um, and so they need to just be like, okay, they're not going to win that. The problem is their, their culture is a little bit different than ours. So that's right. why they're not giving it up but I understand your point like she should have just been happy that he defended her and maybe when he watches that or when she watches that back in whatever when the episode airs maybe she'll regret having handled it that way yeah I agree I don't know I think I I still think that they very much love each other and like the relation like you do have to let people like choose who they want to be with and he's obviously grown and completely understands the situation and and the age difference but she just kind of rubbed me a little wrong like with how defensive she was in that moment and so I was like Jenny no 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 like he did you a solid like just just let it go I agree no you're right I I definitely understand your point I definitely definitely oh I definitely understand what does Charlie think does he does he he um Charlie really, really enjoys uh, 16 and Pregnant, and he really oh. like Don't Be Tardy, because there are a lot of kids on there. <laughs> there you go, his favorite. More his demographic. More his demographic, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, I'm over this, Mom. Like, I want to do more exciting things. <laughs> but yeah. We play with toy trucks, so that was fun. <laughs> this is my life now. <laughs> Mom life. Mom yeah. life. Um, I see your point. I understand why you'd be annoyed with Jenny. Yeah. But, For sure. But yeah, I think that they're still Strong. still I think they'll still move forward and I think um his family maybe won't like bless the marriage, but I also don't see them like completely stopping it because they were so remorseful about forcing them forcing him into an arranged marriage. So I don't see them being as forceful again. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, and it did make me sad, like, seeing his mom cry, I agree, I don't think it's, like, lack of caring for him, like, sometimes you see these couples, like, Yasin's parents 
it's totally cultural. Yeah. It has nothing to do with their son or Brittany. Like, it's totally cultural. Jenny and Samit, or Samit's parents seem like they truly care about him. Yeah, I agree. So, I guess we'll see more as it unfolds. It seems like they're together. I don't know if they've gotten married, though. I couldn't find any anything on that. Yeah. We'll just, I think we'll just have to wait and see. My, my hunch is that they haven't gotten married yet, but who knows? Well, who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, Alright, should we go to Ari and Baby? Yes, Biniam. I refuse to call him Baby because it's. I'll call him Baby for us. Baby. Still awful. Still an awful pet name. Oh, it's the worst pet name. Ugh, it's the worst pet name to admit, like to everybody that you like. Everyone has names. I'm sure you have like some name for Kevin yeah, or whatever. I'm not gonna broadcast it. No. And not like that. Like, she calls him baby. Like, that's his legitimate name. Like, I yeah. call you Nick Gay. Like, like in <laughs> reference to him. Like, in interviews when he's not even there. I'm like, ew. <laughs> so gross. So weird. She, I mean, this episode, though, for them was absolutely terrifying. And the baby is healthy, and I'm very happy to hear that. But it proves why she should have been in the States. I'm sorry. It gave me such anxiety um just watching their story unfold and uh, honestly I was slightly enraged with how um Finium, like seems to not have any sort of fucking reaction to anything like dude like this woman your baby mama is about to go into labor and have to have a c-section because the baby's breached like these are serious even in the United States like things that should be taken yeah. seriously um, and he didn't seem to bat a fucking eye. Like, where is his brain? Well, he's a dancer for a living, so he's not a, I'm gonna go with, he's probably not a smart guy, um, uh, but I agree, the whole thing was so scary, and it just, to me, solidified why she shouldn't have gone to Ethiopia to have her child. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, if, if I, I were her good. mother, I would honestly be mad at her. I would. Like, I know that sounds horrible, because a baby's a blessing, and the baby's healthy, and uh, I believe it's a he. He's here. Like, he's there. You know, he's born. But I would be honestly mad at her. Well, we only know that he's healthy now. Like, it, I'm curious to see how this labor and delivery actually goes because it doesn't seem, first of all, they pretty much didn't refuse, but they were very much like skirting around the fact that if C sections were a standard procedure in Ethiopia. And I got the vibe that it wasn't. And I'm like, to me, that is fucking terrifying because that horrifying. is serious surgery. Yes. Oh, yeah. The recovery for a C-section is so much worse than actually pushing it out of your vagina. Well, of course. I mean, they cut your fucking stomach open. Well, like, what do you think a baby does to your vagina? Okay, but that's at least <laughs> natural. Like, I yeah, mean, no. I know my the vagina rips in half, but like that, I don't know. It's Some of us have to get stitches down there after. Some of us, did you? Oh yeah, Brittany did too. That because you're you're not open enough, oh, so they God. Cut, they cut you open further. Fuck, I can't, I can't. I'm never having children. I can't. You don't feel so. The good news is you don't feel that because of the epidural, which I know you'll be getting. So if it happens uh, yeah. to you, you honestly won't feel it. Okay, I hope I'm just out of my goddamn mind when all that shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kevin might actually pass out too. <laughs> a thousand fucking percent. Are you kidding me? Like, th this is just not gonna be. I don't know. Like, 
I'm sweating just thinking about it, so let's just move on. <laughs> okay, all right, my bad. It's scary, though, and you know what? Let's wait till next week when we actually see the baby and everything and, like, whatever, because it is really, it's terrifying, honestly. I think it's yeah. terrifying. Honestly, um, watching just this portion of, like, her having to, like, get admitted to the hospital and, like, knowing that next week's coming and it looked really, really scary, like, it's enough to, like, make me pause (laughs) on like like, fucking having a baby so it's I thought you were going to say on fucking oh no that that... (laughs) (laughs) that's a necessity (laughs) that's a no that unlike Mary at first sight New Orleans some of those couples to me that's pretty necessary so it's funny you say that because when you emailed and said number one life updates, I'm like, is this bitch about to tell me she's pregnant on our podcast? I feared that you were gonna think that, and I was like, oh fuck, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, keeping track on your ovaries like an Italian grandmother. 100%. Oh my god, yeah, you're more you're more in check with my cycle than probably I am. <laughs> uh, I just want a friend for my little Charlie. <laughs> you want Charlie to have a friend? Huh? You want Charlie to have a friend. Yeah. He deserves a friend. He's so goddamn cute. Yes, he is very cute. Hopefully it's a girl <laughs> so then they can get married. Like whenever that You know that what I was happens. thinking about that the other day when I was, I don't know what, I was doing nothing, you know, per usual. Yeah. And I was like, do I want her to have a boy so they'll be friends or a girl so they'll like get married? I was like, oh, a girl sounds like more fun. Way more fun. <laughs> Either way, they'll be forced to be friends, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like O'Reilly's. Yeah. So cute. So, no, let's go to Kenny whenever and that day, Whenever that does happen, you won't find out on the podcast. Oh, thank God, because I really thought you were going to do that to me today. Nope. I wasn't mentally prepared. No, no, no. no. I, I'll tell you. That'll be one-on-one, and then we can announce on the podcast, but no. Okay, perfect. No, no surprises during recording. Oh, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Very okay. much so. Anytime. Very much so. All right, moving on to our last couple and our favorite couple, Kenny and Armando. Very emotional. I I mean, I did definitely tear up this episode. The whole thing with Armando's family and just Kenny's concern that they're going to hate him because they think it's his fault, which... I understand where he's coming from, right? Like it's yeah. not it's not Kenny's fault, but sometimes people need somebody to blame, and and that's what happens. Honestly, that was, that was the most relatable thing that anyone on reality TV has said, and it was like, yep, exactly. Like, and, and just thinking about your own situations in life, it's like you do try to blame other people, even when you know it's irrational. And in this yes. situation where in their culture, it very much is not accepted and very hard to understand for them. I think it's very easy to assume that they just blame Kenny for yeah. kind of like, for lack of a better word, corrupting Armando when that's not yes. the case. And then like, my heart also just broke for him because all he wanted to do was like make a connection on his own. But like, he didn't know the language and they, it's hard. How do you make any sort of connection when you can't even talk to each other? Yeah, no, it's it, honestly, the whole thing was heartbreaking, and then Armando decided to tell everybody they were engaged, and no one really reacted, oh, which is, cringe. oh god, it was just, 
Oh my, it's, they're, they're facing real hardships, this couple, like not to, not to downplay other people, you know, Jenny and Smith, they have real problems, Ari and Baby, they have problems, and I hate to say this so, but a little bit more brought upon themselves. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Yazin, I mean, their problems also brought, like, Kenny and Armando cannot help the fact that they love each other, and they're just being essentially persecuted along the way for it. It's really sad. It's, it's, yeah, it makes you very emotional to just watch their story, but it's also, like, super sweet to see because they, they don't fight, you know, like, in situations like that, they, it's, I also think it'd be very easy to get mad at each other just out of frustration and, like, try to then take it out on each other, and they seem to just, like, kind of bring them closer which is odd, yeah. um, but I think it's it's tough, but at least they have each other to go through it, and um, his, Armando's mom, I thought, was trying really hard, I mean, obviously not saying all the right things, but, like, I think she she's was trying. trying. She was. You could tell she was trying, and yeah. I understand why she wanted to be told not in front of her family about their engagement. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, I do get that, like, she just feels like, you know, it's her son, like, I don't blame her. Yeah. So. so, you know, and not that Armando meant to do it. He was just like, it was a lot at once and that, and he didn't know how to, you know, he not handle it, honestly. Yep. Yeah. Very, very sad. But overall, they brought it. When they came back from their little break, their, honestly, it's probably a month break, right? They really yeah. did bring it. Uh, at least a month. But yeah, this one, now we're finally back into the 90 Day Fiance drama that we've come to love. <laughs> Yes, we love 90 Day Fiance drama. We sure do. I really, really do. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. All right, talk about more drama. Let's go to Potomac. Yeah. They're full of drama. Yeah, let's jump into our Bravo shows. First up, Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, yeah. What'd you give this episode? I gave it a B. It was still good, but it wasn't as crazy as the other episodes. But there were still, like, little moments where you know, it was still very good. Obviously, not every episode can have a fight or a cheating scandal. So, you know, I don't hold well, it against They've that. been pretty close. This is probably the first episode where there hasn't been some huge scandal to unpack. Um, but I agree. Yeah, I gave this episode a B plus. It was a good. Like, I love watching them, of course. But again, I'm getting more pumped for the previews for the rest of the season. So I agree. My only real comment this week was, even though I've been loving Robin... Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, like, I'm, no, Robin, like, you forgot about income that's taxable at $90,000? That's ridiculous, and the way that she's acting, like, so not concerned about it, or as if, like, it's a, a simple mistake that everyone makes, I was like, um, first of all, didn't Juan do something similar in, like, the first season that she was all upset about, and now she's done the same thing, like, Shouldn't they have learned their lessons? So, no, I agree. And listen, I'm sure all of us, not all of us, I'm sure plenty of people do their taxes a little incorrectly, right? Probably, you know, yeah. you forget, you forget to, I don't do it, but I know if you bring your bags to Goodwill, it's tax deductible. I don't do that, but I know yeah. plenty of people do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I know there's different little things that you can add into your taxes. To pretend as if you don't remember income that now has you in trouble with the IRS at $90,000 is insanely laughable. Yeah, that's a big one to forget. And not to be rude, but like, that's a lot of money that 
I don't know. It's not like she has like homes all around the world where like that's a drop in the bucket. It seems like that they have financial oh, issues so that they would, they would really recognize like if they owe $90,000. That's not just well, like, you know what? Yeah. You know what I found very interesting too? And I was confused and really she was my only takeaway from this episode. Yeah. I don't know if you had any others, but you know, so she yeah. said that she does her taxes on her own, but the first few minutes of the episode has her phone, has her on the phone with her accountant. Yeah, I'm wondering if she just like hired an accountant because she got royally fucked in taxes. I don't know, but like, why don't you just? Uh, it's beyond me. While how people in especially once they get into the entertainment industry don't hire someone for that because there are blogs, there are people out there just trying to find and dig up shit on you, and like you should cover your ass wherever you can, especially in taxes. I mean, did we learn nothing from Teresa? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it comes back to be, they think they're invincible. Despite her having gotten in trouble, that was previous to them really being famous. I think she, and I really did like rob it up into this episode, but this episode totally robbed me the wrong way. I'm sorry. Yeah. It really rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, and she, she talked about Karen and all her tax shit. I honestly think Karen knew less about her tax problems because when she had them, she was just really a stay-at-home mom. That She was just on the reality show, like pr- pretty new to the reality yeah. world. And Ray was the breadwinner. So I honestly believe Karen knew less about her tax issues than Robin currently does. Right. And Ray's was with his business. Like, so that, that didn't even, it wasn't even their personal finances. It was like Ray's business, which then obviously affects them personally, but like the hypocrisy of her, like being so harsh with Karen a few seasons ago to her now, it's just like it, it night and day is amazing to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I forgot it was with the business. That's an even better point. Um, I don't know. That was really my only thing from this. It was nice to see Karen go back home and hear about her family history. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really liking Karen this season. I think, like, she's becoming one of my favorites. She still does, like, not this episode, but, like, in previous episodes, she still does weird things, but I think it's entertaining. Um, but, yes. yeah, it's, I, I feel for her with her loss of her parents and stuff. Like, that's tough, but I think, I don't know. I like her. She's growing on me. Yeah, no, I completely, completely agree. The only other comment I had about Robin and Juan is that it's so fucking weird that they need to dress up and go out as different people to, like, spice it up in the relationship. Like, what? Okay, so we've talked about this before on a personal level. Yeah. Um, I find it very weird that people, let's say, dress up in the bedroom. Well, um, yeah role play thank you role play I mean like every once in a while like I'll throw in a little bit like lingerie or something I guess but like that doesn't happen often like once in a blue moon um I find that just weird and I don't understand it I don't know what else to say I agree and and we should probably just leave it at that but especially to take it to the next level of out in public to me it was more of like the next level of strange so yeah no, you're, I agree. So, so weird. All right, let's just, yeah. Overall, Potomac is still very good. Uh, this episode just was very calm in comparison. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll be back with the craziness next week, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. Don't be tardy, Chad? Yeah. Don't be tardy. Um, 
so this is a new one for us in our recap seg- segment. Um, we yeah. have three episodes, I think it was, um, that we caught yes. up on, and it's they're short and sweet. So like, I feel like our recaps are pretty short and sweet. Um, yeah. But I love the Beerman family. Okay, I feel like most people are gonna hate on us for saying this, but I also love the what is it, Beerman family? Beerman, yeah. Beerman, not be Beaver Beaverman. Beerman. No, Beerman. <laughs> Oh, what? I think there's another B in there. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly, like, despite the fact that they have a lot of money, on TV, they're one of the most realistic families. Like, there's so, lots yeah. of kids, there's lots of madness, there's lots of love, there's a mom drinking wine and telling her kids to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's I a dad do. who, there's a dad who overdoes far too much. I mean, there's just, like, you know, I think, there's a lot. Of, I enjoy them very much. <laughs> I find their life so interesting, like for everything that you've just said and like their dynamics and how they just their lifestyle and where she's come from to where they are now. I just think yeah. it's, it's incredible. And first of all, to see like how far she's come, but then like they're hilarious just to watch. Yeah. Um, and this season is all about them doing this road trip, which I am just so shocked that they're actually doing like it just it the process of them even getting the rv together i was like you like why are they even going like this is like it's craziness yeah they have six children six like what in an rv holy hell and they're doing it and they're like legit sleeping on the rv they've got their little like roll away closet which i thought was hilarious um oh my so funny yeah and so funny the wig rack I mean it's like I don't know it's nuts one thing I did um they kept mentioning that like Kim had her natural hair um which I thought was so pretty like why does she wear all these wigs when her hair looks good I agree I thought her natural hair was very nice it looks thick and blonde and long like there I don't see any issues but I guess that's like her thing yeah now it's such a part of her post persona that that's true I feel like yeah no I I think they're they're just really fun to watch their kids oh my the little girl Kaya is the most adorable thing ever she is so cute she's gonna be she's already beautiful like she's gonna be beautiful when she gets older she is gonna be beautiful and I think Roy is such a nice well I think he's such a fantastic dad and and husband for that matter he does everything. He is like the perfect man. He he takes care of he everything, really builds everything, makes sure everyone's happy. And it was pretty funny. Like he spent all day pretty much like loading shit into the RV, building shit for them. And then walked in all sweaty and all the girls were like, ew, you smell, go take a shower. Like just like, and he's like, okay. Like he just, he doesn't even, <laughs> like, he doesn't even fight back. He, you know, like he's just so happy to be with his family and like loves everyone so much that he's just like, all right, whatever. And takes it and keeps going. He really does. And he's so great to Brielle and Ariana too, which is actually really refreshing to see. Like he's yeah. a good person so for sweet. sure. They're weird, but they all work very well together. Yeah, they make it work. The only other, th- only thing, like, I feel like we have to mention just on a note that it's not normal for Brielle to be 20-something years old, not going to college, and living at home still. Like, I don't care how much money your family has. Like, to live at home as a grown adult, I still think it's weird. 
I completely agree with absolutely no ambition. She's not living at home because she's in the midst of something. She's just straight up living at home. Yeah, with no, the, the only mention of her moving is to move with her sister, Ariana, when she goes to college. So she's going to be living with a college student. Like, it's just, there, there needs to be some pushing there. And like, yes. she, she has no goals. Like, what's she going to do with the rest of her life? I have no idea. But she probably gets income from the makeup line she has with her mom. And I bet you she's just thinking she'll ride the wave. I get that. And like, honestly, if I was in her position, I'd capitalize on my mom's fame and now my fame and like do whatever I want. But like, you still can't live in your childhood bedroom. Like, it's just not okay. No, no, I definitely agree with that. I'm just saying I think that's what she's, she's, thinking I, yeah. you're like going through her head she obviously has zero ambition yeah totally zero Yikes. she called it the great lake and she said it was a beach oh my god i was do you think that she actually doesn't know these things or it's part of like her persona no i think she is that stupid yeah okay i just get the vibe that she is actually that stupid how did she <laughs> graduate high school is what i wonder I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly do think she's just straight up that stupid. Ugh, I don't know. Uh, either way, I love them. I think they're a super fun family. I enjoy watching the whole dynamic. Their boys are absolute monsters. They're all going to be huge. They're, they better all be athletes because they are huge. <laughs> they are huge. M- massive. They're practically men and they're not even like 10. <laughs> I know they're ma- the youngest one isn't as big the twin but the other two I'm like goddamn Jesus like there's 15 year olds who are nowhere near your size yep so but I mean that's Corey's obviously a bigger guy he played in the NFL it's not like he's some little tiny thing so it's not oh, surprising no, yeah. it's just crazy to see it I'm like damn yeah they, they growing the yeah they just grow 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 I love them I think they're super fun I love them too. So we'll we'll keep we'll keep following them, but um so far they're just great levity and, and pretty funny. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. They're it's so easy, like they're like what, twenty five minute episodes? You just yeah. kinda like watch them and giggle like the whole time. Or at least yeah. I did. Oh I yeah, did too. I just, good for them. They're they're living their best life in their weird way, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Let's let's jump to Real Housewives of Orange County um, season premiere. Um, what did we think? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be, I but agree. I also didn't. But I didn't also like love it. I so I gave it a B plus, which I guess yeah. is not a bad grade at all. But I gave it yeah. I gave it a B. I felt the same thing as I was watching the episode. I was actually interested. Which, yeah. like, I thought I'd be so distracted the whole time, but I was actually paying attention. So I was like, oh, this is, I don't know, interesting, but not, like, like nothing really happened. Um, no, I completely agree. I was a lot more interested in than I thought I was going to be. So I think that in and of itself says something, because I thought I was just going to, like, turn it on and be like, yeah. boring. Yeah, but I didn't much. find it boring. I just wasn't over the moon. Yeah. So who, who was m- the most interesting for you? Um... God, uh, I'm going to go between Bronwyn and Kelly. Okay. Oh, how about you? Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know who I thought, like, which housewife I thought was the most interesting. I thought the most interesting thing and more like the weirdest thing about the whole episode was that all of a sudden everyone now lives in the same neighborhood and like ha is like has almost like the same life, which I think is so weird. Like it gave me very much Vanderpump vibes and I'm like, <laughs> it's weirding me out. So I was like, why do they all need to live in the same neighborhood and why do they all like they all have new boyfriends that they're all getting like engaged to or or whatever taking so seriously I'm like this is weird like I feel like I'm watching Vanderpump a little bit yeah there was okay so Gina like let's just talk let's start off there because that's I, I feel like maybe mostly that's who you're talking about but I could be yeah. wrong uh okay so I was right um Gina is living in a house with six children and the six children are in two bedrooms shoot me wow, maybe you shouldn't have moved in yet with your significant other and his three children. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, that was a big jump to have bunk bedrooms for all six children. Like, uh, they haven't even been dating a year. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny, because Drew and I moved in together after a year, and some people had a lot of things to say about us, but we were two 23-year-olds, no dog, no child, not yeah. a little of six, not a one between the two of us. This just seems a little too much too quickly. Sorry. I agree. Is she, I mean, I haven't, like, checked up on her recently. Are they still dating, or is she engaged, or what's their status? That's they're still dating, no engagement, at least not one that's been announced, because, you know, okay. sometimes they hold on to those. Um, yeah. Not one that's been announced, but yes, they're still very much together. Okay. Which is, I mean, you know. Yeah, I agree. It all seems a little bit too fast, and honestly, it's all just a bit too crammed. <laughs> like, if nothing yeah. else, like, if you think you're on that trajectory where, like, you're going to be together forever even though you're not engaged or anything like that like I understand like maybe coming to that realization sooner than you did when you were younger but just from a mere space factor and she owns that house like why don't you what was so wrong with like having the separate homes and just like visiting <laughs> I I, I I honestly have no idea, but I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's very confusing. Um, it's too much, and I think it's ridiculous, but it's her life. Yeah, it's her life, and, and she seems fine with it, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. I feel like I like Gina. I don't know why, like, because I don't really agree with a lot of the things that she's done and how she's like handled her East Coast personality. I do. I think that's it. I just like vibe with the personality, but yeah, that East Coast thing. It is. It it must be. But other than that, like I, I just most of the decisions she makes, I don't agree with. It's just I, not. Yeah, not personally, not at all for me. But I understand why you like her abrasiveness. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> that's it, and we'll see how it goes the rest of the season. But um, yeah, so it, it, it's definitely a full one eighty from where she was last year, which is like very quick turn so I don't I don't know yes. how that happened but I'll trust that it, she it's working <laughs> I completely agree um what do you think of Bronwyn admitting that she was an alcoholic so that was news to me and surprising um I didn't realize that she was so out of control 
You know what? Actually, I agree. I thought, like, every time you saw her last year shit face, she was not the only one. Like, when she was making out with Tamra blacked out, so was Tamra. You know, or, like, what? I never thought she was the only one who was out of control. Kind of like, if we're going to be honest, Leah from New York, there was multiple times where she was the only one out of control. Exactly. Um, I never got that from Bronwyn, but she said that she was drinking, like, by herself. Yeah, and she... Yeah, I think that's where, like, she was keeping it more secretive. Because when they did all those flashbacks, like, from last season, I remember those scenes. And I was never, like, completely um, judgy like I am with the New York Housewives. Like, with Dorinda and Ramona and people like that. And Sonia. Like, with them, I'm like, they need to go to AA. And with Bronwyn, like, I never had that, that feeling. Um, and so for her to, like, just openly admit it. Yeah. No, well, I agree. I I agree totally. Yeah, it was shocking. So that that caught me off guard. Um, and she posted something. I think it was today or yesterday. It's saying that she's still sober and um, stuff like that. So it that was. I was not expecting that. And then like the way that the girls were talking about her drinking, I was assuming it was going to be a storyline where she was going to get defensive and just like like deny it um so to see her actually admit it I was like whoa that's that was not the direction I thought it was going I completely agree yeah she posted something she she hasn't relapsed since that happened yeah she's been sober for like 260 days or something like that wow that's crazy yeah so it's interesting also in an interview she said she went to rehab 10 years ago yeah, I didn't know that either, but, um, and I thought it was kind of funny that she admitted that she would just get pregnant and then stop drinking, and that was, like, one way for her to stop drinking. I was like, oh, so that's why you have seven children? Yeah, that's not a good, like, you shouldn't tell your children, your, I hope her children don't find that out. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> because that's just, like, not very good mothering. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I know you're not supposed to mom shame, but sorry, not good. <laughs> I, I mean, Every, like, everyone that's can it, get mad at you <laughs> that's fine I, I'll take the heat for it um you shouldn't admit that you had your children I mean having an uh oh when you thought you were using protection is one thing admitting that you had children so you would try to stop drinking but then after you had the baby you drank again like it's just not not a good look sorry not a sustainable solution <laughs> no it's not a sustainable solution very true very good point <laughs> It can only have so many children. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Fascinating. We'll see how her storyline plays out because she seems to lose her shit and it clearly isn't because of alcohol. So, I don't know what's going on there. So, I thought that was interesting in the preview. Gina keeps calling her a sloppy chihuahua. But yeah. she's not drinking. So, I'm very curious to see what, how this whole thing happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So let's see who. Uh, how about Emily and Shane at dinner, or their general, their scene in general? Oh, that's boring. I mean, I like Emily too as a person. Like, I, there's, I have nothing negative to say about her, but their scene did nothing for me. I agree. I actually really like her because I also think she's one of the most like, not relatable. Like my life isn't like hers, but she's like a real person. Yeah. Like with real problems, and you know, I, I think she's more or, like, realistic, but she still has money, and, like, well, she has family money, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so hopefully her, like, work shit out. It seems like they're 
they're in a better place. We'll see if that's actually true or if they're just yeah. trying to pivot from last season. But I like mm -hmm. them. I like her. And I'd like to see more of, like, their background in history. Yeah, because they literally agreed to, like, marry on Google Chat. I know. It's so funny. Like, we need more of that story. Yeah, I would love to hear more of that for sure. Um, and then you have Kelly, who Kelly. is... Kelly, I don't know how, how to explain Kelly. Uh, she's Kelly. I don't know. I don't have much to say about her for this episode. She's engaged, um, which we know, and got married this past weekend. But um, I think that she's going to cause a lot of problems this season. She hasn't yet. So I'm just kind of waiting to, to form my opinion. But fair enough. She's the same. Same with Shannon. Totally the same. I mean, yeah, totally the same. Yeah. And then we have a new one. Just one new girl, though. That's it. Lizzie. Liz or Liz Elizabeth? Lizzie. I don't know. Whatever. Elizabeth something. One of those. We'll figure it out. She's still new. <laughs> she is still new. She um gave me very manly vibes. Yes. Um, yeah, I agree. Masculine vibes. And clearly she has a lot of money. So hopefully she takes us on some amazing trips. <laughs> us specifically is what Nikki uh, meant, guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> us specifically. But it sounds like from everyone's talking, she's a good time. So hopefully she brings some, yeah. you know, funny scenes. But I don't yeah. know. Like it's just, I didn't, I didn't get much of a read on her yet. I don't love, don't hate. I'm just kind of neutral. Yeah, it's still too soon. We'll find out more. She seems like a good time though, without being too wild, like Bronwyn was. I thought Bronwyn came in far too hot last season. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I guess we'll see. Okay. Not as bad though as I thought it was going to be, so I want to give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, I agree. We were, I think we were pretty much shitting on them before it even started, and so I think they, it wasn't as terrible as expected, so. Cute. Let's Good see for how, them. Let's see if it gets any better. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. All right, let's jump off of Bravo and move into our Merit at First Sight recaps. Um, we'll start with Australia and then move into New Orleans, Australia. We are going to recap the last few episodes. Um, so all the decision days and then the yes. reunion. Yeah. Um, I loved Australia and I did like the format, but it got dragged out and I, I'm happy it's over. Me too. Um, I was tired at the end. Yes, I, w I agree. I was tired at the end. I guess let's just, let's go into, like, did you find it, like, was anything shocking to you? I thought everything was pretty much how we play we thought it would be. Obviously, the only, or not obviously, three couples claimed to stay together. Stacey and Michael, Casey and Drew, Lizzie and Seb. Yes. Casey and Drew shortly bro broke up shortly after, and Stacey and Michael broke up shortly after. Yeah. Um, no, nothing was shocking like no nothing surprised me very much as I expected I thought that like the end of the season the whole recommitment ceremonies were so drawn out like those were enough yeah. it was stupid and pointless and a waste of time um yeah. I thought that I again not surprising I thought it was good that Michelle stood up to herself and kind of told Steve to shove it um so that was I agree. Good. At the same time, I don't want to hear how gorgeous and sexy she is. I yeah, I'm done with that. Like it's with all of it. Like it was the same 
narrative over and over again for each of the couples. Like we knew how it was going to end. It ended how we saw yeah. it. Um, the only thing, and I'm not sure if I just missed it and I was not going to go back to try to rewatch some of this shit, but sure. Casey and Drew, after the recommitment ceremony, they were staying together. Did they ever address their relationship at the reunion? No. So this is so funny. Drew was really annoyed. A few couples didn't get called up. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? Yeah, especially because they're not together anymore, but you thought they would have gotten called up. But there was a few couples who didn't get called up. And yeah, I found that to be very annoying. Yeah, that really irritated me because I actually wanted to hear, not that I thought Casey and Drew were going to stay together by any means, but I kind of wanted to hear how it all fell apart. Um, and I was, and they just never got their chance to like even speak. They were barely in the reunion episode. Like you would see them in the background, but then that was it. I was like, are you they were in the finale. Like, aren't you going to talk to them? <laughs> yeah, I know. I completely agree. I noticed the same thing. There was multiple couples. I'm like, why are we not like bringing them up and talking about it? But, yeah. So that was just irritating. Um, yeah. But I mean, not surprising. And then Michelle, I mean, not Michelle, what's her face? Um, Stacey and Michael um, oh, obviously yeah. broke up, which was just comical. So do we think that they hooked up? Mikey and yes. Stacy. Yes. Thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, you, so you couldn't see the exact text messages and I know it's TV. So like obviously it could be fabricated, but he was scrolling through messages. And if you notice with every little, like every little, every time she talked a little bit more came out now, Mikey, yeah. I wasn't even with you that night. Mikey, we were together, but nothing happened. Mikey. Yeah. You were my friend. I did text you a lot. Like every yeah. time she talked, I feel like she divulged a little bit more. Yeah. It was just, she was, like she said in her her interview, she would take it to the grave. I think she was standing by that and just was never going to admit it, so. I completely agree, but I do believe it happened. But then she, and then the weird thing, actually, this is what solidified it for me, when she went, but I I was single then. Yeah, yeah, I was single then. Like, then why are you justifying it? It doesn't matter. Then you could have said, yeah, we hooked up. Yeah, it was weird. But I, I think it happened, honestly. That being said, I don't know why Natasha was so mad at Mikey. They had already broken up. So, like, that to me was kind of stupid. But, like, it is what it is. Yeah, I didn't understand Natasha's rage either. It was it seemed... Um, misplaced. Like mis- yeah, misplaced, especially considering, like, she wanted nothing to do with Mikey. So, like, yeah. <laughs> who cares? Um, she was the one who really broke it off with Mikey. So, I don't, you know, but that it is that's not my so um I but I that was the most not shocking but I mean I believe Mikey moral of the story I 100 believe 100% believe Mikey yeah me too um Stacey I think you're a shit person so that's (laughs) fine and Michael they're both shit people honestly yeah well now they might be back together I don't know according to Instagram we've had some interactions with Yvonne (laughs) Yes, we have. That did happen. That did happen. So, but we're still not clear if they're back together or not. But who cares? If if they are together, they deserve each other. And I really am done, like, talking about them. You know? Like, who cares? Yeah, I completely agree. If, I guess, I'm sure we'll find out. Because, like, they'll just, now they'll just kind of be in the news. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we'll find out. Um, we'll keep we'll keep everyone updated through our Instagram. Like we'll just keep posting whatever we find <laughs> out. But as far as recapping, 
True. I think we and got enough me, of them. Nikki means herself because I don't know how to post all that pole shit that she does. And like <laughs> random pictures. You send me a lot of the stories though. I just put it on yeah. our well, I know how account. to I know how to like read it, but like when you do polls or like you put like captions on like I don't know how to do all that stuff. <laughs> You're such a mom. I'm so old. <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> uh snowman and technology but i do read a lot of the stories so like sitting here during the day like charlie sleeps a good amount of the day everybody like a really solid amount of the day so i'm just like reading like celebrity gossip i love it that you keep us in the know half the yeah. shit i would miss so yeah it's a I'm just like, effort. It's <laughs> that it is <laughs> that it is all right who do we oh nola nola's the last up Last up, Meredith for Sight New Orleans. We are winding down with this one too. We um, are. Damn. Crazy. Like, it was quick. Yeah. Um, who do we start with? Or what I gave this episode an A actually. I actually really liked it. It was long, but I thought it was a good one. That's interesting because I literally like fell asleep during it. Really? And you yeah, and usually we're like pretty much on the same path. Um, yeah. If you're looking for diverse opinions, this is not the podcast for you. No. Um, uh, but this, I was kind of bored because you know, this is the problem with Married at First Sight. We're getting into a pattern, and every every season has this. Even though I still like it, it's predictable to me. That's true. It's like so predictable. Um, and I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Like this Christine and Henry thing is like so weird. And then um, Armani, Armani, sorry, Armani and Woody is very where we expect them to be. Carrie mm-hmm. um, and Miles, I guess they were the most shocking of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, you're right. They are very predictable. And like the trajectory that these relationships are going, I think we know. Like, and Olivia and Brett are done, like moved out of the apartment, knew that yeah. was coming. Like nothing was like super shocking. I like that they were forced to go on the couple retreat, which I, I thought that was nice to like see them out and not just in their apartments anymore. So maybe that got me a little too excited. Um, oh, but yes. I they thought, wh- too, honestly, yeah. like, yeah, as people. but one so. thing I thought that was interesting is I thought, and I don't think they're going to break up, but I thought that we started seeing cracks in Bennett and Amelia. Like she is very like serious about like, or more romantic, and he's very, like, lighthearted and playful about their relationship, so I thought that was interesting to kind of see them not be so aligned for once, um, but with that said, I don't think they're going anywhere, you know? My problem with them is, like, they just, like, think everything's a big joke, Right. and I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, that's good, like, to be lighthearted, but it just seems like everything in their life is a joke. And it just like, to me, is a little weird. Um, like at some point, like you need to be serious and like talk about things. And I don't know, I don't like get that vibe from them. And I can't stand his fucking moo moo nightgown. His dress, he calls it a dress. It is, I mean, talk about the epitome of the opposite of sexy. Like, (laughs) holy hell. That is not sexual. <laughs> oh my god, it is literally the complete opposite of sexual. It reminds me of a old person in a nursing home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. So I just needed to get that out there because every time he wears it, I just I actually get mad. I get mad. <laughs> 
Well, and he seems to wear the same one, which just goes with the whole hygiene issue that we have with them. So yes, uh, yes, we do have issues with that. What did you think of? So I, I agree with it. You kind of saw start to see a little bit of crack and where they might, um, where they might have some issues. Where did um, or what did you think of like the questions at the the stranger spouse thing? The what? The questions, like for what do they call it, stranger spouse or? I don't know the question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stranger spouse. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was kind of funny. Um, some yeah. of the questions that they were asking. Can't remember off the top of my head, but I thought that they were not. I like that they weren't like the traditional questions, like what's her favorite color, like you know, like the lame ones. Are I don't know. Like they have just like stupid couple questions, and it was more like kind of like our would you rather's. <laughs> Yeah, no, I liked it, but then there was a few confessionals where people were like, I can't believe I got that wrong. Like, would Kevin on, do you really think Kevin would know if you would prefer bees over, like, worms in your pants? No, and honestly, I don't think I would know what I would choose in a moment, you know, like, uh, that could change. So, no, some of them, yeah, I don't get why they were so upset about not knowing some of these things, but... Like, I don't, I don't know, I, was listening, I did like that it was lighthearted and it changed it off and it made it more fun, but I was kind of like, in the confessionals, I'm like, seriously, like, I don't, I was saying the same thing, like, I don't even know what I would pick. Yeah, it could be today, yeah. <laughs> I just don't, yeah. but I thought it was fun, for sure. Was, that was funny, we should actually, like, figure out what those questions were, and next time we're with, we're together, like, doing a foster farm. I can't even say my last name. Foster Farley Family Vacation. That's a mouthful. <laughs> we should do that. Our latest name pretty much should, like, that, like, lot, tagline should just say, like, we married very pale men. Yeah, I'll give you one guess what uh, skin complexion our husbands are. And let me tell you, it is see-through. <laughs> I like to call it Twilight White. Yeah, like, you can't even call it white. We're not, he's, they're not white. They are like next level oh. white. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's hilarious and, and sad all at the same time. <laughs> um, That would be fun. I'm into that. All right. Yeah. We'll do it. Those are funny. I'll see if I can find like the transcript online or something. I'm sure. They have to have it somewhere. Yeah. Totally, yeah. That'll be my tomorrow activity. How's that sound? Yeah, you find that, and then I'll actually put it on our Instagram and see what people think. Okay, I can do that. Let's do it. That'd be fun. A little game. What do you think of, I guess my only other comments are on Christina and Henry. What do you think of the two of them? So I, so I can't tell if they truly just don't want to talk to each other, or like, don't they are on completely separate pages, it seems like, or they both, I don't even know, I don't even know how to interpret their relationship, like, clearly, they don't want to be with each other, I think they both don't want to be with each other, but they both don't want to be the one to say it, and so they're both avoiding, like, the conversation, and, like, why would you do that, why don't you just end it, like, you both don't like each other, and are not attracted to each other, so, like, why, why are you staying through this process? you know? No, I completely, completely agree. Um, at this point, kind of throw in the towel. I feel like neither of them want to be the, to your point, neither of them want to be the one to actually do it, which is really just stupid. Yeah, and I think that she, 
is a pathological liar. Like I believe him that yeah. that she has an issue with lying and clearly she's said that before, which I, I didn't remember, but they dug up that footage. Um, so that's a terrible red flag. And I think this entire episode, she was lying about um, everything. Like the, her emotions were so uncomfortable, like, and so over the top. So uncomfortable. Yeah, so like that, she really lost me there. Um, but then again, like I also think he's being dishonest by not by like sweeping it under the rug. Like just say you're not. This isn't gonna work, and just end it. Like it seems like torture. I completely agree. I just feel like she's. If I had to pick, she's the worst one in the relationship. Sorry, but like he needs yeah. to like throw the towel into like so, for whatever reason they're afraid to say like no I like I don't want to be in this relationship yeah it do, and it doesn't make sense to me like why you know I have no idea but they very very weird yeah hmm. <sighs> well that's them that's uh that's married at first sight Australia or Australia sorry NOLA NOLA yeah my bad oopsie so yeah um well cool so that's all of our recap um any final thoughts or insight do a quick blurb on 16 and pregnant or would you like to leave oh yeah yeah let's do that we've got some time left um yeah so 16 and pregnant came back um which I know, I think you have watched too, like when we were in high school. I know I watched it in high school and I was obsessed with it. Um, oh my God, amazing. What so they did was so spin sorry. off Young and Pregnant after, which was like not teenagers, right? Right, we were, yeah. It, it wasn't like high school students somewhere, but it wasn't just high school students. Um, yeah. Um, but now it's they, like full on back, 16 and Pregnant. Um, we've had two episodes, um, which are just, it's just fascinating. Um, but fascinating. Yeah. Where, where, who do you want to start with? Let's just go in a row. Let's start. You want to start with Madison? Madison. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is what a way to kick off the season. Um, she was, I feel like it was like the, the typical 16 pregnant from like back in the day when we were 16, where it's like the cheerleader had everything going for her, the older boyfriend and uh-oh, yes. she got knocked up. <laughs> yeah, no, 100% is, like, so, like, stereotypical, yeah. honestly. Um, honestly, her, the whole thing, like, her episode, like, made me sad. And then I, I made me really bad, yeah. Because, like, okay, so let's give a little background. So you're right, she was the cheerleader, she had an older boyfriend, she's from middle of nowhere America, like, it was just very, like, stereotypical, I guess, but then yeah. you really, like, start to get into, like, the meat of it. So, like, she was raised by a single father, who looks fairly young himself. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't look good, but he looks like he had a kid young. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I but, think he's younger than we thought, than you'd think. Yeah. I could probably find it. I might, maybe I'll try to look it up after, and I'll let yeah. you know. Um, he's, yeah, he's definitely not old, though, moral story, but he only has one kid, and I feel like people don't talk about this enough. Like, we as a society we knock young parents but these young parents who like take care of their children still and don't go out and have five or ten more kids or even one other child like kudos to them for like realizing like they only need the one yeah you know like they don't 
they it's hard enough to like he admitted it's hard enough raising her financially like at least he doesn't have multiple other children out there yeah I mean I don't yeah I don't know how people do it yeah so I mean I, I give him credit for that as ridiculous as that sounds but just a thought anyway so her boyfriend's a piece of shit I mean honestly he's a lazy piece of shit and he only has one hoodie Oh my God, that was the most irritating thing and the most high school thing I could have, like, that I've ever seen in my life. Because in high school, there were those, there were those guys that just wore the same fucking sweatshirt or shirt or whatever every day. And like, that was him. (laughs) That was him. He only had one hoodie and I really got angry. I'm like, oh, oh my God, put something else on. It was disgusting. Yeah, switch out your hoodie, dude. Like, that can't be the only thing you wear. But yeah, very much a lazy POS, but um, most teenage boys are. I don't know. But um, they, are. they are. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's, it's different for a guy. Even when you get older, when you're having a kid, it's much different for a guy. They are not, they are not hindered for nine months like women are. No. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to sound dramatic, but, like, you're hindered. You have to stop drinking. You can't eat sushi. You can't have lunch. Be Like, your life changes. You're the one, your husband, most, a lot of significant others go to appointments, but you have to go to appointments. You know, like, your right. life changes right away. Men, they don't, to, to no fault of their own, it doesn't change for them right away. But when the baby comes, step it the fuck up, even if you're 18 years old, kid. Like, step it up. Well, that, that's what I think the show, like, why it went so viral um, back when it aired is because it, it just proved time and time again that they, you're too young to yes. realize the gravity of the situation, and, yeah. like, they, they don't. Nine times out of ten, the father doesn't step up. It's so sad, but no, you're completely, completely right. That's probably, that's one of the things. And then you see these, these women, these girls, I'll call them women though, once they have children and they're taking care of their child, she's stepping up, right? Like, I thought it was so cute, like her and her, her dad and like the little family bought them a tiny home to live in, like. Yeah, Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's disheartening. But they're broken up still. So good for Madison. She she has her head semi-screwed on right. Yeah. It, and most of the time it does happen with women is that as soon as the baby comes, they realize that that's all that matters. And then it's like, fuck the rest. So yeah. and she's clearly staying with that and not, not in a toxic relationship anymore. And he's clearly still a deadbeat person to not even come around when he's got no excuse not to. Completely. It probably helps that even though it's an interesting family, um, she has a very supportive family. Her father is very supportive. And this like little micro family that they've created with like, I guess it's his best friend. And like, I guess the, cause it was, David's the best friend. And then like his wife was always there helping out too. Like this little micro family that she has obviously is, is supportive. It helps. Yeah. It's a support system. It's better than being a thousand percent alone. So, um, but yeah, it's, it was still sad. No, it was, it was very very sad. I looked at her Instagram though, and it seems like they're doing well and that made me happy, but, and she's still single, which, you know, is the right decision. Yeah. Sorry. Like just because it's the baby's father doesn't mean you need to be in a relationship with him. That's one thing that like, definitely I'm sure it's hard to come to terms with but it's important 
Well, that's a good segue into the the next girl in the next episode. Um, Rochelle, is that how you say her oh, name? Rochelle. 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 And yeah. what was that douchebag's name? I didn't even write his Chase. name down. <laughs> Easy to remember for me. His name's Chase, and he is a flaming douchebag. Flaming. Flaming. <laughs> Um, I think the the worst um, part, first of all, she did not, she seemed older than 16 to me. Did she to you or is that just me? I think she's, I think she's 18. I think she got pregnant at 18 and had the baby at 19. Okay. All right. So that's why, because I'm like, she just seemed more mature, even though like I knew that she was a teenager um, mm-hmm. than like school age for some reason, but he also an older boyfriend from what it appeared on the show. Um, yeah. And also very self-centered and had no um, care for anyone else but himself and his schedule was the biggest piece of shit so far. It was, I mean, there were so many things to unfold here. So first off, you just like, your heart breaks for the parents. Like they tried, but she still turned out to be a teen mom. Same with her other sisters though. I know. Um, I mean, it is what it is. You could be a great parent and your child could be a teen mom. It could have happened to all of us. Any female who had pregnant, who had sex when they were a teenager could have happened to any of us. Like, it is what it is. Um, But it just, it was so heartbreaking to see the parents. I mean, it really, like, oh, they seem like good people, but they were just truly heartbroken. Yep. And that was, that was sad. Um, But then her boyfriend was just really, I mean, he loves himself himself. Like, he loves himself so much. All about himself, Um, which was terrible. And she also enabled him by um, also being obsessed with everything that had to do with him that he liked. Even to the point where they decided to name their child Boston. Yes. Okay. That's not a name. I'm sorry. Like... It's, it's not. not. <laughs> that's not a not child's a name. That's that's a city. That's not a child's name, especially a girl's name. No. No. Um. And so, and she. Did you notice she's like, it's his favorite city. And then she was wearing all like Boston clothes the whole time. Like all it was, his clothes. Yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. F- that is the weirdest, weirdest thing and yeah. most obsessive thing to do, an egotistical thing. Like uh, yeah. that. I know lost me a thousand percent there she was completely brainwashed by him and like obsessed yes. completely brainwashed it was so so odd um and then just the whole episode was just really disheartening to see like he was not supportive he he kept saying that he wanted a family and I give him credit for saying like he the only option is to be with her they have a child but at the same time his actions did not prove that his actions said were were saying the complete opposite of the words that were coming out of his mouth. Like you don't, then you don't treat people like that, especially someone that you love. Like it, she seemed very non-confrontational, and he seemed very confrontational. And oh, for sure. to even like to even insinuate that your ba- the child that she's carrying might not be yours because <gasps> it doesn't look like you in a fucking sonogram. I would have gotten out of the car and never spoken to him again. Okay, so actually, we let's just let's just get into that. Yeah, that was really the most horrible thing I have ever. Honestly, that was the most horrible thing I've ever heard. It was just I, so bad. I don't know how you let that go. 
like she just barely even addressed it and like just kept saying wait what did you say like I would have been full on rage like are you fucking kidding to even insinuate that this child isn't yours like it's because of an ultrasound an ultrasound like uh, it was disgusting and ridiculous and rude and like not how you should talk to anyone that you supposedly love it was just it was horrible I just don't know how she even tolerated that. And I hope watching back, like, everyone's appalled with the way that he acted. And I hope that he realized what a douchebag he looked like. I completely agree. Um, I have a feeling he didn't, though. Oh, no, he definitely didn't. Two completely different girls, two completely different episodes. And both were heartbreaking for very different reasons. That being said, Madison's better off in the long run. I know that sounds crazy. Well, I I don't disagree. I mean, because she's, she definitely seemed happier at the end. (laughs) You know, even though their lifestyles are completely different, I think she definitely seemed happier. I think she knows her self-worth a lot more than uh, Rochelle did. I agree. So, I don't, it was interesting. I'm excited. I like 16 and pregnant. It's, it's always interesting to see the one, I think it was Rochelle was like, oh, this is a lot more painful than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you're pushing a kid out of your body yeah well I don't know what that means like duh (laughs) idiot (laughs) like what anyway it was yeah that was that was an interesting comment but very much like a teenager comment so (laughs) yes 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 exactly very much a teenager comment that's why Um, we like this show (laughs) yeah yeah exactly they proved it that was an easy proving pretty much yeah (laughs) should we do best and worst Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's wrap this up with best and worst. What do you want to do first? Uh, I like going worst first. Okay. Worst first, yeah. Worst first. It's like yeah, worst. family vacation. Yeah, seriously. Um, all right. I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gave worst to Robin. <laughs> so... I'm sorry. I've loved her. I seriously have loved her this whole season, but this episode, she did, she just sure pissed me off. Yeah. It was, and she's it not was stupid. not good. Yeah. So I had to give her my worst. All right. I see it. I respect it. My worst this week was Christina. Totally fair. Completely yeah. fair. It, um, yeah. Just the whole emotions out of, out of whack. Completely terrible. Totally, totally makes sense. Um, she's definitely like a little bit of a psychopath. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. Best of the week I gave to Croy. Oh, me he, too. Did you really? He's the MVP of that family. Yes, my best with Croy, was Croy because he literally did everything for every single yeah. person in that family and didn't even like blink an eye. It was yeah. It was everything fantastic. he could have ever wanted to do. So he won. <laughs> yes, he is. He is a fantastic. And you know, I think he's appreciated. It's not like she abuses him. No. Like, I think no. she, she definitely, definitely loves him. You saw that like clip where she's like humping him in front of all of the children. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so funny. But he is fantastic. So, Croy, look, unanimously, you get our best of the week. Woohoo. Not even a toss up. No, it wasn't a toss-up for me either. You know what? I kind of thought Kenny and Armando, but I, I feel like like they're they're just consistently like some of the best. Yeah, I agree. So another awesome. week. 
Well, another week down. That was a lot. So thanks for everyone for for hanging in there with us. Um, but I think we have a lot of good TV. Well, things wrapping up and a lot of good TV coming. So um, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, Orange County might be better than we expected. And I have a feeling Salt Lake City is going to be amazing. Yeah, that'll be way better, I think, than OC. But who knows? OC yeah. could be it. Yeah, we shall see. We'll find out very, very soon. Yes, we will. All, All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next week. So that's all we have for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. We are Mads and Nikki, and you just talk some trash. <laughs>